Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I look over and there is a naked toddler on a giant toy truck just driving around the living room. And he has the biggest smile on his face (laughs) like he knows he's so funny just being naked on his big truck. And it was hilarious. It was sort of something from like... Like a like a YMCA, like a gay nightclub or something. Because <laughs> he had his hard hat the on. The only thing he was wearing was his hard hat. And he's on this big old truck. Oh, it was so funny. Oh, he's such a good kid. He loves trucks, that's for sure. He loves trucks and he loves being naked. Mm-hmm. Especially inside. Oh, my goodness. I really wish that I could be naked inside. That I could just drive around in my car naked. You know, I, now that he has that huge excavator... I kind of want one my size. Yeah. Like when I see the bobcats driving around, like building houses around the neighborhood, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, hey, can I get some of that? Where's my bobcat? Where's my bobcat? Here I am driving a car like a bitch. You know, I feel like all of these like truck books and, you know, the little excavator and good night, good night construction mm-hmm. site and all of these, we have way too many like construction books. But that's all he wants to read. It's true. Road we, builders. You haven't really diversified the uh, types of books. It's really just different types of construction books. But <laughs> I feel like now I am a construction expert. Oh, yeah. I know how roads are built. I know the difference between Your a, front loader, a front loader, an excavator. Truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, you know, you look at these I mean, and Wes is it. like, mom, that's an excavator, not a front loader mm-hmm. and i'm like oh right 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 Mom, you're, don't you're be so such right. an idiot you're so right honey i i got that one wrong that one's on me mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know mighty mighty flatbed he fucks mighty mighty flatbed yeah, big, yeah. He, he, he big boy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i did not know that crane trucks could turn into uh you know, the trucks with the big wrecking balls on mm-hmm. them. Me neither. I Is thought that, that was a separate type of truck. I think maybe I that's a, that's some some kind of uh, like artistic license I really, there. I don't know why I make comedy YouTube videos. I should just make trucks for toddler YouTube videos because the views on these things. Oh, I mean, it's like 100 goodness. million views. And I see why. Because he like if he's watching trucks on YouTube, it's just like... A, a rabbit hole of one after he's figured out how to click on thumbnails now i know if we're hanging out watching trucks they have these cool videos of like big trucks digging dirt but now he'll be like i'll click on this i'll click on this I'll click on <laughs> you walk away for one minute and you walk back and he's like there's a panda eating an ice cream cone and you're like wait a minute what, what happened to trucks <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh my goodness. Did not approve this panda cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so I I haven't been keeping up. Is he into the 
real truck videos like of the the garbage trucks you know like the the I don't know who is behind the camera that follows garbage trucks around the city. What are, you know, great job. Yeah, great job. Yeah. But but I feel like I have seen him. I moved him. to L.A. to be a filmmaker. Uh, now I uh, I make garbage I truck videos garbage for kids. Garbage trucks for children. Uh, but, but I have a house in Malibu, so it's all cool. That, hey, you know, it's it's a lucrative business. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, no, he, he likes those okay, but I think he gravitates more towards the, like, the animations yeah. of trucks. Because yeah. they're, they're more colorful, mm-hmm. and they're often more uh, clear as to what's happening. Right, for sure. You can actually tell it's like, this is clearly a dump truck, and this mm-hmm. is clearly an excavator. Yeah, you see a big claw truck in a junkyard moving like cars around it's kind of there's a lot of yeah a lot of a lot of things happening there's questions happening in a toddler's head like why Mm. why Why are they moving those cars are they moving cars daddy cars are junk why are they moving cars are they gonna move our car (laughs) that's they're probably thinking that yeah he's a smart kid he asks a lot of questions i think we're getting into that period where he's like why this why this yeah why this Mm -hmm. But why? Driving me nuts. Oh, why? I love it. I oh, think why? it's so funny. I think it's so funny because he'll ask something that I don't know the answer to. And I'm like, well. Yeah. Honey? He'll ask, where does this come from? <laughs> just, just, I hope he doesn't ask, where does his brother come from? Are you going to tell him honestly? Uh, Probably not. No. Really? You don't think so? Well, well I think son, I might when just a say man and a woman love each belly. other. <laughs> Well, first he came from daddy's wee wee. Mm-hmm. Then he went into mommy's wee wee. <laughs> Toddler would be like, came from wee wee, huh? <laughs> huh? Like when I go pee pee, make a baby wee wee, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a can of worms. I can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. You're gonna say he came from mommy's belly? I guess. Yeah. I mean, because he he knows that. He knows. He does that know that. Yeah. He already knows that. Yeah. I well, guess comment we can go below with that. what you would do in this situation, and if there's any strange things that your kid is into, and also, would you like to ride on your own construction truck? Let us know in the comments, or email us at babystepsadvice at gmail.com. You're listening to Baby Steps, the weekly comedy parenting podcast. I'm Ned. And I'm Ariel. And we're here to, today we're answering your questions. You've been yes. emailing us at babystepsadvice. At gmail.com. And we've got some great questions. We're going to get into it. We're going to dish the hot gossip. Going to give you the real, real. Yeah. Not gonna. We're not going to, you know, tiptoe around these answers. Yeah. Think of us as your, mm, your, your like mom and older best friends. No. <laughs> your older parent friends. Right. Yeah. We're your parent friends. Uh, and we're going to give you the real answer. Yeah. We're I, not going to give you the answer that your mom's going to give you. You know, none of that BS about babies come from mama's belly. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. No, we're, we, we give that to our toddler. Or or whatever, <laughs> like, 30-year-old outdated device. Yeah. I don't even remember what that would be, but I'm sure your mom has given you some curveballs in terms of strange advice. <sighs> I bet she has. Oh, well. I'm trying to... We, you well, just have to burp them upside down, honey. Uh, I remember something that your mom gave me. Oh, yeah? I mean, it was useful. Uh-huh. There was one she was like, if you need to keep him awake, get a uh, plastic bag and crumple mm. it near his ear. Mm. And I was like, okay, 
I'll just keep a plastic bag with me at all times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, useful. That is useful. useful. Yeah. But, you know, there are other ways. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So our first question is, hi, Ned and Ariel. Should we be telling friends and family our baby name in advance? I really want to shout it out from the rooftops, but I don't want any judgment. Mm. Trendy baby names versus classic baby names. What are your thoughts? Let's let's get a fake name for this person. Mm, Sasha. Sasha. Okay. What I have tell Sasha? strong feelings about this, Sasha. Mm. Uh, As do I. Let's yeah. hope they are the same. I believe feelings. they are the same <laughs> because we have talked about this. Uh, Ned and I feel that you should never tell people your names beforehand. Never, never, never. Because why? Because they'll judge it and they'll try and change it Mm -hmm. and then you'll feel strange. But if the baby's already born, they they can't you can't change it because then you're just judging a baby and that's rude. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So if you are you're like really tied to one name, and then say you tell your mom. Like John Delar. Like John Delar. <laughs> From the we Clan of the Cave Bear know, series. We all know <laughs> that I have, have you know, a soft spot for John Delar. <laughs> That'll be our next kid. John Delar. We call him John. John. <laughs> Everybody's like Jonathan. He's like, no, 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 no. no, no. no. John, John Delar. Delar. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Neanderthal era name. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, but uh, <laughs> my my mom is the queen of of uh, being like, oh oh that name. Mm-hmm. She is so mm-hmm. funny, mm-hmm. and 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 I, I I adore her to death. But but it is that I when we were pregnant with Wes, I remember running names by her, and she was like, I uh, really you like that one. You were so bad with our name of second <laughs> child. You were this close to letting it spill. Oh, you yeah, couldn't that was keep your funny. mouth shut. Couldn't keep a secret for shit. Well, okay, you so- talk all this big game about how you should never tell anyone, and then you were on the cusp of I telling your mom. I was excited. I was excited. I know. I know. I but liked that's exactly it. the opposite of what we're saying. So, okay, let me spill okay, Ariel's okay, beans no, no, no. for a second. All right, go ahead and spill my so, beans. So, Ariel, her, you know, after weeks of her mom badgering her for the name, of course. She she cracks, she caves, can't withstand the mom pressure. It's just too much. She says, I'll give you a hint. It's the written name, in the house yes, somewhere. The name is written in the house somewhere. Mom and thought then, that I had like embroidered it on a blanket or something. It was like a challenge. It was all the whole next week. That's all we heard. They're like turning over pillows and like <laughs> uh, opening cabinets. <laughs> Looking <laughs> please, for the name. Please don't look there. Uh, <laughs> we had a, a box of flaky salt, you know, finishing salt for you chocolate Mom chip cookies. Was it's called Malden brand salt. She's that- like, it's Malden, isn't it? We're like, no. No, it's, it's not, not Malden. Malden. But also, if it was, we wouldn't tell you. And then I told her that, like, you could see it from anywhere in the house. And so she thought it was Rufus mm. or Skyler because oh, of the roof and the sky. Oh, they were funny. so funny. It was Rufus. so funny. <laughs> Rufus and Skyler. Rufus spelled R O O F. Rufus. Yeah, exactly. The trick was we had written on our little you know, baby monitor camera system where Mm -hmm. it connects to an app. Mm -hmm. We had written 
Finn's room. Mm-hmm. So she had I was, a password I was testing to the it app. out. And you know, just theoretically, kind of it. she could have logged in on her phone mm-hmm. and looked at it and seen it. But that, oh my God, that was just so, I was sweating bullets. It was so risky. If she had found out and then had something to say about it, I would have been so righteously upset at you. You were, you, you were playing with fire. I was playing with fire. I was, but. Uh, so, so why'd you do it? How'd it feel? It it feels great. You know, I like to live on the edge. That's true. You know, so and you really don't like surprises. I don't. <laughs> you try and get all of my surprises known. I do not like surprises. One time I like I, to know all of my Christmas gifts in mm-hmm. advance. <laughs> I surprised Ariel with a new, like a like a new wedding ring, uh-huh. and, and it was like a it, you know a ten year anniversary uh-huh. present, mm-hmm. and uh, we had talked about it, and she was kind of expecting it. And I, I'm like, I'm cold as ice when it comes to surprises because I love surprises. So she was like, did you get me that ring? And I was like, oh, no, I think I forgot. And it was in my pocket, girl. He, I was cold as ice, I, but I was too cold. You were too cold because I was so disappointed. We were driving we on the going, way to the restaurant. We were going out to dinner and I was so disappointed. You I was disappointed to the point so of crying. Sad. You were about to cry. I was like, oh, no, what have I done? Because I, I, I thought I was like, I asked you to get me this and you didn't get it? You didn't get it for me? And now it's our anniversary dinner. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god. Does he even So really I was love so I was so sullen during the first half you were, of that you wanted dinner. You to go home. You were so, well, I gave it to you. Are you kidding? First half I gave it to you immediately when we sat down at the You're table. like, "Here, look." I was like, "Oh, I made a whoopsie. <laughs> uh, I'm so sorry." They, that was JK dog. That was <laughs> it's here. It's been here all along. <laughs> oh my goodness. You're so right. Yes. I had forgotten about that. Um, yeah, I was so disappointed when you said no. Oh my God. You were too cold. <laughs> oh man. But I like surprises. But uh, how did we come up with Wes's name? And how did we come up with Finn's name for that matter? Do you remember? Uh, we had a baby name book. Mm-hmm. And we were it was looking... called the Baby Name Wizard, right. which I love. I cool. I recommend it to all of my friends because yeah. it's they break down the baby names uh, into categories that are like you know these are British names, these are like th- these are names that are like surfer kid names, right? You know, and it breaks them all down, and then like very specific categories, very specific categories, and then if you um if you like one name, but maybe maybe like your best friend has that name for their kid, it'll give you like ten more names that are like feel similar. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and it's and it, it is breaks, it so talks accurate about the etymology and like yeah. where certain names come from and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and how they were originated. Yeah, um, I, I would, I I would it. pull like, it out. It's, it's way better than just a, a stock list of like right. a thousand names because you can just get so overwhelmed with that. But here, you're looking at an index of like. 40 or 50 categories mm-hmm. and be like, hmm, yeah, I guess like California surfer names could be kind of fun. Yeah. Live in California. I think that's that was the category for Wes. I think that was the category for Wes, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, uh, and then, well, we were looking up names that we liked. Like, we really liked Theo, uh-huh. uh, but we have a friend whose dog is named Theo, and right. so you felt really strongly that we couldn't use that. And so I remember going into looking up Theo and then 
you know, finding other ones. Oh, and then there were, there was a category that was one syllable names. Right. Which we right. wanted like one syllable we names. the one syllable name. Because for some we reason. We have a two syllable last name. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really liked the, uh, the ones that they're like British names. Mm-hmm. You know, Wesley. Reginald. No, Reginald. No, like Edward. George. George. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love those names. I think those are sweet names. That Edward. Edward. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I need a fake name for this one. Uh, Samantha. Samantha. I have a question as someone currently trying. What are you trying? Okay. Wait, we get it. We get it. Trying to Durr. Durr. TTC. <laughs> It's only two months, and I'm starting to feel a little defeated. Oh, Oh. only two months. Two months is nothing. I shouldn't, as it can take up to a year. Could you maybe tell us how long it took you guys each time? What did you do to keep your hopes up? Oh, that's a good question. This can be really hard. We, um, I mean, with Wes, so strange. You spend so much of your twenties trying not to get pregnant. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Teenage years. It's so true. And then when you actually are trying to get pregnant, it's such a such a major shift. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, and for us, we, with Wes, we had no trouble at all. Um, it was, it was, it was surprisingly, it happened surprisingly quickly. Right. We were like, yeah, okay, how long is this gonna, oh, and maybe pregnant. three to six months or six months? Like, yeah. Th- and then, oh, yeah, it was like the yeah. first or the second. Because I was on, I was on the pill. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, and and I I had heard or I was under the impression that um, it was going to take a while for that to get out of my system mm-hmm. and for me to start ovulating again, um, and so we were just kind of like let's just see what happens and then yeah and then it just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Finn it was a little bit more difficult. At that point I had gotten an IUD I, I had it taken out and um, it took us a little while. We I got it out in November and. We found out that we were pregnant in February, and then uh, that turned out to be a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got pregnant again right after that. So it and took that was about, kind of surprising. We that was surprising, yeah. After the miscarriage, maybe took a would take an extra month to mm-hmm. kind of reset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it did not. It did not. Right, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right back. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's like. A, I don't know if this is an old wives' tale or if this is a real thing, but they say that you're actually very fertile after a miscarriage. Really? It's like a silver lining. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, that certainly was the case with us. Yeah. Um, but I, I uh, think we, we can talk to the feeling of like when oh, you absolutely. find out that a certain month that you were trying that you didn't get pregnant, especially as that goes on more and more. It can really be defeating. It's heartbreaking. It, it really hurts. It's it's this. Uh, it's this feeling of like the something that could have been mm-hmm. and then having to wait a whole nother month in order to Right. That's the thing is you in order may to try again be having sex, you know, regularly. But yeah. you you don't find you, you don't find out except for once a month. Yeah. So you have all this hope and then you find out and then you're not gonna find out again for a whole nother month. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, I mean, and so, so you know, two months, that's, that's basically two tries. Yeah. You know, and uh, two... Two tries in the grand scheme of things is is not very many. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are people out there. It 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 can take up to a year. It can take up to five years. You know, it really depends right. on your body. Um, but they do say that uh, you know, if you have been trying for up to a year, that you should talk to a, a fertility specialist right. or something okay. like so that. Because the year mark is the kind of like be mm-hmm. patient up to the year mark, and yeah. then then talk to a consulting. Yeah. consultant doctor then then talk to somebody see if see if there's a co- you know cog in the works or whatever yeah um but yeah it's it's hard but uh, yeah we'd encourage you to to st- stay calm and just enjoy the process absolutely and we did have a an episode uh with rachel about her uh fertility journey um you know i think that rachel was uh that that was a really interesting episode uh mm-hmm. that was very different from our experience mm-hmm. um and I think that we'll have a few more people on that have different experiences yeah. as well. One technique for managing uh, your emotions on the test day is uh, something that our producer Rachel came up with. And that's the idea of emotional hedging. So <laughs> what you're going to do is you're going to hedge your bets with, oh, if you get a negative test, you're going to be so disappointed. But if you plan ahead of time to go get something fun and fancy for yourself that, that you, you wouldn't have exactly. been able to do if you were pregnant. Mm-hmm. So get order yourself a nice sushi dinner or get a really fancy bottle of wine yep. or, uh, you know, a massage, you know, all the things that are harder to do or you can't do mm-hmm. once you find out you're pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so do those things, you know, almost like treat yourself. Mm-hmm. It, when you do get a negative pregnancy test so that you're not as disappointed right right because it can be it can beat you down month after month and remember uh there's there's plenty parts about pregnancy that you know you suddenly like can't do certain things so like you get another month of (laughs) <laughs> if you drink drinking wine <laughs> fair but enough that's that's not necessarily uh, a silver lining for everyone but mm-hmm. um you know try, but, try and look on the bright side mm-hmm. samantha and everybody out there who is trying to conceive we hear you we see you uh and it's not easy um yeah but yeah. it's it's not there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with your partner. It just, mm-hmm. it, it takes a while sometimes. It takes a while. It just, it happens. Yep. Uh, next name is Mariel. Mariel. Oh, I'll read this one here. My husband and I have been trying to get pregnant for about seven months. And finally, it seems like I might be pregnant. 
Even though it's something I want desperately, I'm experiencing a little panic now that it's actually happening. Did you panic? This is a great question for mm-hmm. you. Did you panic? Did I panic? Uh, it, yeah, I guess. Were you like, oh, fuck, I'm going to be a father. There, yeah, there's a sense of shifting realities that, I mean, you're you're dealing with off and on until the whole time. And even after the baby's born, you're like, whoa, this is... This is my new life. This is, whoa, this is different. Or this is uh-huh. new and exciting. Um, I think there's a little bit of panic for mm-hmm. sure that sets in. When do you think it was the most scary for you? Like just the just the weight of having a family hit you. Was it when I got pregnant? Was it when Wes was born? Was it when we brought him home? Like what... What was the, the the big shift for you where you're like, oh boy? Hmm. Well, uh, definitely when he got admitted to the NICU, that was like a big shift in feeling not only the, the, the love for the child, but also this new sense of like parental dread for, you know, him being healthy. Um, but I think your question was more like, when did you, when did you feel officially like you were a father? Yeah. I don't know if there's a good answer for that. (laughs) (laughs) It just sort of happens over time. So what was definitely the second time though, when you showed me a test Mm -hmm. and we had just had the miscarriage, I was like, okay, I don't, I don't even know if it's true anymore. I don't, I don't know what's uh, real uh, anymore. Okay. (laughs) And then oh, right, you have a second test like a week later or something. Uh-huh. And then I was like, oh, shit. Oh, oh, that was oh this real. is real. Oh, this is real. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> but that was funny because I like, I didn't, I didn't believe it at first after what we'd just been through. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, great. Well, great. Okay, cool. Well, now apparently being pregnant with a test means nothing. So um, <laughs> I guess I'll just wait and see. <laughs> it was tough. I mean, that was, that was tough. What was your initial feeling? When I showed you the test with Wes the first time. Oh, I was... I mean, we caught that on camera. We did, yes. I was thrilled. I mean, I sort of knew it was coming because I could tell... You, like, mentioned... Again, so bad with surprises. (laughs) You mentioned that you had a surprise for me. I can't keep But you wanted to wait until I came home from Alaska. (laughs) And I was like... Bitch, there ain't nothing other than a pregnancy test that needs wait, to wait. wait. You really, you, I, I, you, you called your wife bitch? You said that? You said, you bitch. said that though. <laughs> what? We I love Key and Peele. I looked her dead in the um, eye. Yeah, I mean, I look you in your eye sockets and I knew that <laughs> that was the only thing it could have been. What if it was something else? What that if I was like, very I got another dog. Been, oh my God, <laughs> that would have been horrible. <laughs> Surprised with getting another dog. I, I, since that first phone call, I just felt this like giddy sense of warmth and love towards you and uh-huh. kind of excitement and anticipation, but not, exactly specifically knowing what it was Uh and then the second time since it was sort of like my expectation was uh elevated 
And then it was, the suspense was released to be what I knew it was. It was kind of a sense of like relief uh, or, or just happiness that it was, uh, it was what I thought it was. Huh. Fair enough. Uh, I don't think I told anyone in Alaska. I, I, I was just like, sort of had this little secret to myself. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a special gift when I get back. <laughs> that, those first few months of being pregnant, too. You know, this is something that I don't think we've really talked about very much. But a lot of people don't uh, tell friends and family for mm-hmm. the first 12 or so weeks because yeah. of the chance of miscarriage. And uh, and those are some of the hardest weeks that that you go through because you have this secret or maybe it's just hard for me because I can't keep secrets. Um, <laughs> but you have this secret that mm-hmm. you desperately want to tell people because you are either overjoyed or you're anxious or, you know, you're just feeling all these feelings and you want to share it with your friends and family. Mm-hmm. But you have a sense that you can't. Right. You know, right. Um, and you're often put in situations, whether it's out at a bar for drinks mm, or mm-hmm. we were actually doing a lot of food filming of yeah. us cooking and eating things. Uh-huh. This was also around the time of Becky and Keith's wedding. That's right. Right. That was so funny. Becky knew immediately when I was drinking uh, gin and tonic mm-hmm. with, which was actually just tonic with lime. Mm-hmm. And she was like, girl, you don't drink gin and tonic. <laughs> you're pregnant. You're pregnant. <laughs> you're not drinking white wine. You're pregnant. You're pregnant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe as a society, we need to be more understanding of miscarriages, but it's also like, it's your private life. You don't want to, mm-hmm. we had this miscarriage happen and we were able to just go through it all very privately um, mm-hmm. I mean, can you imagine if we had like done some social media post like the day of the positive pregnancy test and being all excited and then like also have to somehow put on social media that you had a miscarriage or something? Mm. Yeah, that'd be really hard. And, you know, there, there is something to say about sharing those experiences with people because that is what makes uh, you know, the, the the stigma around miscarriage a little bit less so. That's true. I mean, that's why we wanted to tell our story mm-hmm. on the podcast. So I thanks mean, for listening. I have been following along with, uh, uh, like, Chrissy Teigen had a miscarriage mm-hmm. a while back, a, a late-stage miscarriage. She was uh, her, her baby right. was about 20 weeks long. Um, and, I mean, it's just heartbreaking. But she is single-handedly, she and I would probably say, the uh, uh, the Duchess of Cambridge, um, huh? <laughs> you know Harry's wife. Okay, nothing. <laughs> I don't know nothing? what you're talking about. What's her name? <laughs> Meghan Markle. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, yeah, yeah. her and Meghan Markle uh, spoke out about their miscarriages, and I, I mean, th- that those are some two of the biggest stories uh, that I have read in the last year or so. Hmm. Uh, it, that that is good to good to see because even though everyone grieves in different ways, you should never feel shame about it. Absolutely, which that that destigmatization can help. And uh, every way is the right way. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, moving on. All right, next question. Uh, this person can I get a name? Sarah. Sarah. Several of my family members are pregnant. 
I would just like to know, what shouldn't you say or ask a pregnant person or couple? Ooh, that's a good that's one. That's a good oh, one. That's man. a really good one. Okay, do you have any right off the top of your head? I mean, the thing is, like, you're just inundated with advice. So just, just whatever you think your advice is, maybe, like, Tone it down. <laughs> hold on until they ask for it. Yeah. Yeah, wait until they ask Don't for your advice. Don't give advice. Um, for me, I would say when I was pregnant, I, I felt very self-conscious about my body. Um, maybe that's, that's just me, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, you, there's a, there's this, in, in some ways you don't want people to notice that you're pregnant. You don't want people to comment on your pregnancy, Mm -hmm. but in other ways you desperately do. Right. I remember, you know, I would be walking through Target or something like that. And like, I'm maybe six months along or something like that. So like not pretty pregnant, pretty pregnant, but not huge. And I just wanted people to notice. Hmm. I remember that feeling. I, you know, just smiles from grandmas and things like that. I don't know. Uh, so not saying anything, but but noticing, but noticing I guess, and smiling. But that's not really that's not really the answer to the question. Uh, you don't comment on a woman's body, right? That is the answer to the question. It is uh, or on what she's eating, or on what she's eating, you or on you know how she is uh, approaching her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a woman's body is is her own. <laughs> Is her own, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, she she has a constant reminder that she's pregnant, mm-hmm. and you know probably knows how to handle it. And so, unless she asks you, don't talk about it. What are maybe things that people should talk about? What are things that pregnant women might want to hear? Congratulations! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Congratulations is always a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, you Presents. know. Presents. <laughs> presents. You can just give presents. <laughs> That's actually true. Uh, unsolicited baby gifts are always a good thing. Uh-huh. You know, even small ones. Like I, I am a, I am a, a big unsolicited gift giver. So, so really, I shouldn't be speaking to this because I'm the one who gives people unsolicited gifts. Uh, so, as the recipient of an unsolicited gift, how would you feel? Oh, great. I okay. mean, it's like a, a they noticed mm-hmm. they wanted to do something nice for me. Uh-huh. Even if it's not the perfect gift, it's uh-huh. still a nice thought or gesture. And Absolutely. Usually it's close enough that you can actually use it. Yeah. And if they sent a gift receipt, then it's all good, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love sitting, baby. I love sitting. Um, yeah, and I would say... Making the pregnant person feel comfortable, asking if they need anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, offering to do like chores or yeah tasks or yeah. You know. I, mean, I mean, they can always say no. Yeah, is the thing. Uh, so bring in dinner. Yeah, bring dinner. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Rachel did something very sweet, which was she gave us a lasagna after Finn was born. Yeah, and yeah. like just left it on the porch. Like it wasn't even like. Hey, here's the lasagna, and we're going to chat for, yeah. like, an hour, which 
I would have liked, but also like also like we had our hands full and right, just exactly. having the food was great. <laughs> we were like, whoa, a lasagna. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Dinner. Dinner. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So did, did we answer that well? The what so. to say to a pregnant yeah. person and what not to what say? What not to say. Yeah. Yeah. Don't give unsolicited advice, but do give unsolicited gifts. Exactly. And and, you know, offer help. And don't and, and also, you know, don't force it if they say no. Yeah. You know, because there are some some pregnant women who are like, no, no, no I, I got this. I want to do it myself, mm-hmm. you know, and let them mm-hmm. don't tell them to sit down. Don't tell them to do oh, anything. Boy. Oh, yeah. That'd be, mm, was there to hear. was there anything that you like said to me that I was like, don't tell me what's on those. Oh, probably. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think we got to move on to the next question, though. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Go on. Or I'll read the next one. Give me a name. Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones and her husband are planning to start TTC next year. This brings me to uh, another point. There is there's a lot of lingo around like pregnancy, trying to get pregnant, having a kid. Uh, and we should do an episode on some of the lingo. I'm not actually up to speed on the lingo because I, 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 I was never really involved in those like mommy forums or anything. Yeah. My, Bridget Jones, my husband and I are planning to start TTC next year for our first baby. And I feel like a sponge trying to soak up all the information and advice that I can. What did both of you do to, pre- to prepare physically and mentally when trying to get pregnant? What ended up being worthwhile and what didn't? Did you change anything when you started trying for baby number two? Oh, physically, you know we're out there grinding every day. I mean, we... We had a very particular set of skills uh, and we didn't rest until... <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I don't know why the prep... I just am seeing all these like preparation montages. <laughs> <laughs> like a Rocky, like during... Yeah, yeah. Is the eye of the tiger? Um, I did read a book. Yeah, I read a book. It's been it's been a while. Now. I procrastinated for about eight months, and then the baby came early, and I was completely overwhelmed. So That's don't true. do what I did. No, no, I I read a book. It was called Here We Go. Get ready to get pregnant. Mm. Yeah, we liked that book. We did like that book. I like the uh, summary that you gave me of it. The book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You did, you did not read it. Um, but why would you need to? Uh, but the book talked a bit about um, like some of the things that you can do in your life to prepare for the physical aspects of pregnancy. Um, and I rem- so it's it's been a while. So I. I don't remember all of them, but I remember one of them was start taking prenatals early. Right. So start taking prenatals even before you are, you know, trying. Um, learn how to make better salads. Learn how to make better <laughs> salads. But but the but one of the other ones that really stuck with me was um, working on uh, decreasing the amount of stress in your life mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. the the hormones that go through your body when you're stressed can actually affect your baby right um at least that's what this talked about and it was kind of that was sort of a scary um topic for me because i was like whoa i there are so many things that i can't control about pregnancy you Mm -hmm. know i can't i can't control 
the stressful things in my life. If I could control the stressful things in my life, they wouldn't be stressful. Right. You know? And, and so kind of coming to this realization that pregnancy was going to be this roller coaster of, you know, dealing with stress, dealing with like the physical aspects. What, what is the, what is the hormone that goes through? Is, is it cortisol? Yeah. Yeah. And so it talked a lot about studies that they, that people had done, uh, about babies that are, that have a lot of moms that have a lot of cortisol in their body during pregnancy compared to moms that don't, mm-hmm. um, and just how that affects the baby. And, and there's and, all and these the long-term studies that are showing like the things that happen during pregnancy have reverberations throughout the whole course of your life or the things that happen oh. for like two year olds have reverberations throughout the entire life. And it's like, it's really overwhelming. There is there is no reason to put that kind of pressure on parents. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, that is... Yeah, I would actually say <laughs> just relax. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, if, if you feel like you are ready to have a child, uh, you know, take your prenatals, but don't stress yourself out about it because mm-hmm. that's, you know... Stressing yourself out about it is the thing that is not is, that that you can. How do I say this? Uh, try not to stress yourself out about it because not being stressed about it is the best thing that you can do. Yeah, there we go. Like if you give a shit, you're gonna be a good parent. Yeah, you're gonna be <laughs> like, fine. If you, you're gonna you're be listening fine. to this podcast because you're interested in some parenting takes. You're gonna Some be parenting fine. hot takes at times. <laughs> like you'll you'll be fine. Yeah. There are things that you could do to like make things smoother, but like one of them is not overthinking it and not overanalyzing it. Exactly. Things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh you know, it's take care of your body. If um one of the things that you can do is if you are there are a lot of studies that talk about moms that maybe are overweight. Um, it, it, pregnancy or uh, uh, labor can be a little bit harder for them. So, you know, one thing you can do is is start an exercise routine, uh, even if it's just walking 20 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, it, you know, something that you can carry on throughout your pregnancy because having an active pregnancy is generally considered to be um, mm. Something that's that's good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, take take your prenatals. Get that improve your mood. Yeah, to, <laughs> to improve your mood exactly. Um, yeah, make sure that you're getting folic acid. That's a big one. Um, fol- and on the physical sense, like nesting, we love mm-hmm. nesting. Ariel's an interior we designer. We love nesting. We love <laughs> nesting. Uh, get excited about the space that your baby's gonna be, even if it's just like the a part closet. of your bedroom. <laughs> you know, we have the the crib next to our bed for the first couple months. So, mm-hmm. but like, what does that crib gonna look like? And yeah. what sort of like little stuffed animals or you know little outfits and all, what are we gonna get play excited? With? Get excited about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, you kind of do whatever you need to do to prepare your your village. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, if if you are going to be um, using family help, if you're mm-hmm. going to be using friend help, you know, you can start researching uh, daycare mm-hmm. or... Nanny shares. Nanny shares. Yeah, exactly. A, I, we didn't realize that was a thing where kind of you can have a nanny and split it up with a couple of kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, also, if this is your first kid, go to the movies. Go to the 
Like, Go uh, enjoy have, your life. Have some, have some dates with your spouse. <laughs> it's not that you can't ever have fun again. And that's certainly not true. That's that's actually one thing I thought. Is that's like, a I thought it was just going to be like this cliff where I was just like never going to see my guy friend. Is that again. why we waited so long to have kids? Because you just thought that life ended at kids? Yeah, I thought life ended. <laughs> that's true. We're no, going to need to talk about that a little more. Yeah, we, we can. We can. I... I yeah, we. I, I was also pretty, pretty invested in work and and growing my career and everything. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah the, even though it doesn't end, it is uh, harder, and you have to navigate getting babysitters and all that. So like, enjoy the the sense that you can just drop everything and go to the mall or go to the movies or yeah, do, or, or, uh, or go on a bender. You know, like yeah, that's that's. <laughs> This this really uh, is a, a great description of who I am. But like, you know, the fact that you could get so drunk that you could spend the entire next day doing nothing. Uh, that is a concept to me that is so foreign now. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't do that if you're pregnant, but. Well, of course. You, you, but you can if you're if you you're not pregnant. You encouraged yet. your husband to do that, I would say. On, on the, on, it wasn't the, the Try oh, Guys holiday party. When I was pregnant, you're yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this question was about before you're pregnant. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh, TTC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, hell yeah. You all need to go book yourself on a one-way ticket to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and um you know <laughs> figure out your flight back when you're hungover no no always book round trip um <laughs> it's nightmare. cheaper it's, yeah you know yeah, you gotta cheaper. you, yeah, I gotta, you gotta, gotta book round trip yeah, it's, book it's round cheaper you can always change it trip, yeah, you can always sure. change it book with points yeah. anywho anyways but yeah get, oh yeah if you're you're, you're going to bender for sure or do would however you however you have fun outside the house just, just go for it. Uh, just to, just you know, we we are not encouraging uh, he- he- heavy drinking on this podcast. But you know, sure. do do what you do to celebrate the fact that you are not pregnant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll just leave it at that. That's right. That's right. Um, but take your folic acid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Get healthy and love on your spouse. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go with that. All right. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, Okay, Uh, up next. um, I would love some advice on how you handle the transition of your parents becoming grandparents. Mm. Who's this person's name? Goober McGee. (laughs) Your names are... Too much. I love my parents and in-laws. Yes, thank you, Goober. But they love inputting their opinion on things Mm. we do in life, especially the moms. Mm -hmm. We are still a couple of of years away from having kids, and they're already trying to step in on decisions like childcare. Oh, my mother-in-law told me she's going to quit her job to watch our kids while we're at work, and even labor and delivery. 
How did you approach having these conversations and setting boundaries? Um, first of all, you may change your tune about the quitting her job to watch kids because that's going to save you a lot of money and, and a lot of, lot of time. Lot of time. Um, but I get it. I, I that would have been my worst nightmare. Uh, yeah. Before we had a kid. And okay. Let's let's kid, let's rewind sure. back to before we had Wes. Yeah. Imagine if my if if my mom said to you, "Oh, I'm so excited to quit my job and come live with you and take care of your babies." Yeah, I would be like, "Honey, we need to talk about this." <laughs> and your yet, mom's going off the deep end. Okay. Fast forward. Where are we, we right are now? Currently in Nevada at your parents' house. Uh, living the dream because we need childcare and it's a <laughs> pandemic. And this is this is literally uh, <sighs> that like what you just said is what we're doing is would have been it is our dream. Yep. Um, because yeah, that childcare is nothing to laugh about. Um, okay, but but let's let's really get into this question. So, in fact, um, whenever she's like, "Hey, can I go?" Call my, my friends, friends for a social We're call. like, excuse me? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> we don't pay you to call your friends. <laughs> we don't even pay you at all. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, it is so funny. My it's parents true. are the best. They are taking such great care of us, mm-hmm. of, of our kids. I mean, that's the only way that you're listening to this podcast that's right. It's, I don't know. We, it's because we could do of it parents with holding a baby, but oh man. Okay, but okay. So, so th- how do you but, set boundaries? But we definitely basically. had a different uh, relationship with mothers-in-laws. Yes. Uh, before we had kids, yes. and you do need to set boundaries early. Um, For example, I don't know if this was something that your mom wanted, but we set a boundary of we don't want parents grandparents in-laws in the hospital you don't want right. anything to do with delivery mm-hmm. with the relatives that was our space we you know you have to especially if if uh your parents want to be very involved um you know you do need to make those decisions early you need to set those boundaries early mm-hmm. so that they don't start to get excited about something that, that later you're going to be like oh no you're not in you're not involved in this mm-hmm. you know and so yeah definitely labor we kind of said that we wanted that to just be us mm-hmm. and our doula um but when it came to the time after we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I do remember that you kind of wanted to have this like nuclear family bonding time. You wanted it to be just us for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because when we when we were planning on uh, a full-term <laughs> pregnancy, um, uh, we weren't going to have any parents come for like two weeks. Mm, do you remember right. that? I think I remember that now. Yeah, because we kind of wanted, you know, we we just kind of wanted to nest and and hang out with the baby. Yeah, um, change our tune real fast, <laughs> real yeah. fast. Because uh, you I, just, yeah, I remember those feelings now, where it's like I was planning on taking time off work and wanted mm-hmm. to wanted to like you know have that bonding time. Yeah, and also before the baby, I didn't realize how helpful it was to have in-laws around uh it was mostly you know 
a, a neutral to negative thing having the in-laws visit. I, I remember that too. Yeah. And same it, for you. I mean, it's just, it's, absolutely. it's hard to have people that aren't your family around. Absolutely. When, um, when it's just the, there's such a, when it's just the two of you and, and you're, you're starting to think about having a family, mm-hmm. you know, you're in such a different mindset. You're, you're, it's just the two of you. Yeah. And it's, it's, you can take a shower whenever you want, whenever you want. And it's, <laughs> it's such a, a personal, um, uh, time mm-hmm. for, for, for a couple or mm-hmm. for two people, um, or for one person. I mean, you know, families come in all different shapes and sizes. Right. Um, but you know, it's a, it's a different experience when it's two people deciding that they, they are ready to have a family and then expressing that to their, extended family mm-hmm. than it is when you're you know in it with kids because your life is already changed and you also know what to expect <laughs> second kid we're like can you come sooner yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> can you come before just so that we just so that we're like ready yeah we're ready <laughs> oh man yeah uh, but it is funny like the the, the moment after having a baby, everything changed with my in-laws. It was like, yeah. all of a sudden, I was like, oh my goodness, wait, you hold the baby and I can go take a shower or maybe a poo-poo by myself? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my goodness, this, this is great. So much better, this is so great. <laughs> yeah, at that point, you just want a minute to yourself. Yeah, it's um, huge. Whereas before it was like, oh, so you're gonna come and we have to entertain you all weekend and i can't do any of my own things it's actually it changes <laughs> like in-laws visiting before you have a kid you it's, lose the ability to do things by yourself yes in-laws coming after you have a kid you gain the ability to do have time to yourself that's so true that is so so true but to answer this question um how do you set those boundaries do you remember what the conversations that we had with our parents uh before we had kids like do you you just have to tell them and be yeah nice but but clear and firm about it Uh otherwise there's going to be confusion yeah yeah you need to you do need to set those boundaries it is important to have those conversations you can't just uh you can't just be nice and and let them yeah let them decide to do what they want with your family being like explicit i think actually is it can you can be explicit proactively like oh hey i need this thing from you Mm -hmm. and i don't know that you know that i need it and so would you be able to help me out doing this thing like i remember oh like 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 taking out the the garbage or the recycling or something was like something where we were like man it seems like we're just drowning over here and then we have our in-laws here and nobody's nobody's that's such a like why why would why would they do that and leave the thing overflowing so then we we're like very explicit like hey would you be able to take out take the, garbage, out when it's the full? garbage when it's full and they were like oh my goodness yes just let us know how to help yeah yeah being being explicit with what you need um because it sounds like this person's family is very excited to help mm-hmm. and so it's great so Just so corral them in the right direction yeah, to help you the most. Tell like tell them what they can do to help you mm-hmm. because it's I mean gosh what a dream to just have childcare <laughs> like ready to go. Um you know, but if that's not what you want, then let them know 
what you do want and mm-hmm. and how they can help you. If this is your first kid, take it from us. You might need their help more than you think you do now. Yes. Yeah. So your, be open to it. Your relationship <laughs> with your in-laws will change drastically. Um but as the parents of, you know, of the child, you need to tell them uh, what they can do yeah. and what they can't do because, yeah. um, you know, it's it's your kid and you can let them parent your kid for you. But uh, if you want to be the number one parent to your yeah. kid, then you, you be the them, parent. <laughs> tell them, Look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. I am the mommy. We, you I change his diaper this way. I mean, I, I remember doing that with my mom where I was like, we do his diaper this way. Mm-hmm. We uh, we put this on his butt. You know, it's it's like just your your parents are, want to help you. So show them how they can. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to Baby Steps. We'll see you next Sunday. Yeah, hey, we, we if, have run out of time, but not out of questions. If you're listening and you're you want to support the show, Go over to iTunes or Spotify. Check us out there if you're listening on YouTube. And rate us five stars. Leave us a review. It'll help other people discover the show. And uh, you can get some merch at tryguys.com. We have baby onesies over there. Oh, the baby onesies are so cute. We we used to. They may be sold out, but uh, tryguys.com for all your merch needs. We just released necklaces, actually. That's what we just did. Check these out. Ooh, they're so pretty. This one says love. love. That one's for me and Ariel. And it can be yours. Email us more questions at babystepsadvice at gmail.com. Yeah. We we are here to answer your questions and love doing it too. It, it is fun. It brings up a lot of a lot of old memories. Oh yes. <sighs> but hang in there. You got this. You got this. See you next week. Bye.